What it do, good people? It's me, it's me. It's your boy, Jerry Lee. You know how people always talk about uh, we should be uh, giving famous people their roses or their flowers um, while they're still with us? How about we apply that to the people in our lives that uh, mean the most? I'm sure there's several of you uh, that have lost a loved one. And all you wish is that you could have that one last time to tell them um, how much they meant to you. So I started writing a few things down. I start. I, I like to write like letters. I don't typically give them to the you know people I write them to uh, you know unless it's necessary. But I like to write, and uh, of course the first one that came to my mind uh, was my mother, my birth mom, um, and I, I wanted to tell her how much she means to me and how much she's molded me into a uh, grown man. Um, yeah, I just want to, you know, give her her flowers while she's already here, tell her how much she means to me, um, while I can and then on the flip side I, I have a letter that I wanted to write to uh, her name is Carol she was my adopted mom uh, in no shape form or fashion do I consider her a mother uh, in fact I consider her a terrible human being um, but you know for the sake of this exercise and for the sake of peace you know I did write a few things uh, that I would say to her. Um, I don't know if I care to say them, but I did care enough to think about it and write those down. So good people, join me in talking my shit in letter form this time. Um, let's run our mouths. Let's get right into this letter, good people. So, like I said, the first one is to my birth mom. Uh, <clears throat> just thanking her for um, making me the person I am today. First off, I could write several different letters about several different things. This one is to tell you how much you've meant to me as an adult. I could write one telling you how much you meant to me as a young child or I could write one to you talking about what we both went through during the foster care and adoption years to me this letter is more about gratitude for how you've molded me into a man without you I would not be the man that I am today I wouldn't be a man age would be the only reason that would make me a man if you weren't around as a 20 year old grown boy I was mentally weak and physically lazy I was beyond lazy I had zero work ethic and complained about every fucking thing I was soft and deserved to be called soft 
You had a few different names for it, but we'll go with soft. You stayed on me every time I complained about being tired or in pain. A man is supposed to be a machine. Quit being a bitch. I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear the complaining. That was one of your favorite phrases, especially the quit whining, quit being a bitch. I'm so glad that I don't hear that anymore. Did it hurt my feelings sometimes? Absolutely. I'd never heard a mother call her grown son such terrible names like bitch. Oddly enough, I always knew it was out of love. I always knew... I always knew that this was just your way of motivating me and forcing me to look in the mirror. As a 35-year-old man now, I'm mentally strong. I'm physically capable of working my ass off. I'm reliable and dependable. Also, I couldn't tell you the last time that I whined, complained, or quote, bitched about things like fatigue or pain. Sure, a grown-ass man is supposed to handle his business with such poise. Without you, though, I'd still be that grown man-child. In fact, it would have—it would be even more pathetic as a 35-year-old. I'd probably be a mixture of both my brothers. A whiner, a complainer and someone who blamed everything and everybody for myself, but myself, for my shortcomings. One thing that I despise just as much as a liar and a thief is someone who refuses to be accountable for their own problems. Because of you, I can confidently lead the next generation of our bloodline in the right direction too. That means Hakeem will have a strong male role model to learn from. Your teachings and your views on how a man is supposed to conduct himself will continue on well after you are gone. My goal is to help Hakeem grow into a strong, successful, hardworking machine of a grown man. Men will not be weak, if not for anything in your honor. I wanted to take a moment and give you your flowers and tell you how much I appreciate you while you are still with us. I don't have the words to describe, how, to describe how grateful I am to have you in my life. I think about the impact that you've had on me daily. Not only have you single-handedly molded me into the respectable man that I am today, you're also the most selfless person that I've ever known. You're also the best grandmother my only regret will be that I didn't have kids of my own so that they could feel your love. All the grandbabies love their Nana. Mama, I love you more than I could ever show, and I appreciate you more than I can ever explain. Take a bow, Mama. So yeah, that was that was really short to be honest. I could have I could have wrote for hours, literally. I could have filled this whole fucking spiral notebook up talking about um how much my mom has changed me. 
people that know me, I've told y'all, <clears throat> since I was 19 years old, my mama told me, <laughs> boy, you're the biggest bitch of a grown ass man I ever seen. <laughs> I, I don't know, early on, I don't know how many times I heard that. She told me uh, she was going to take me to the doctor to get, you know, checked for estrogen or uh, make sure I don't have ovaries because I whine and complain too much. Goodness gracious. Love you, mama. I, I know it's, uh, it's it's just tough love. <clears throat> but y'all, I wanted to write a letter to my adoptive, quote, mother with quotations around the word mother. So here it goes. Dear Carol, first and foremost, I will never again reference you as mom or mother. In case you don't remember, I was the last one to call you mom, and it was essentially forced upon me. Not only was I forced to be your son, but I was even forced to eventually call you mom. I never asked to be a part of your life. I never wanted to be adopted. You meddled in my life because I was completely fine staying in the foster home that I was in. The only reason you adopted four kids that didn't even need you was because you wanted the praise and the recognition. Like your own son, you often lived in your own fantasy world. You really thought and think that God and the whole world should praise you. I believe you once said that you know you're going to heaven because you adopted four kids. Four project kids at that. Again, we never needed you. If you didn't adopt us for the praise, you definitely did it for the money. You had a five bedroom house with a full basement and attic. You owned three cars and many material possessions that the three of you could have never afforded on 12 or $13 an hour. It was never out of love and you should have never lied about loving us just as much as you did your own son. You started out as a pathological liar and we didn't trust you from the start. Who wants four kids who were so adamant about not wanting to be a part of your family anyways? From the first time asked to the last time you asked, the answer was always and emphatically no when asked if we wanted to be adopted and part of your family. You ruined your own family while trying to prove that you were right to adopt us for not only did Pops and Jake leave you, but they are both dead now. You didn't have anything to do with either of them in their final days. I think the things that have happened to you are fitting, and you more than deserve what comes to you. I have no sympathy for you. I don't want to sound bitter, though. God will and probably has punished you for the bullshit you've done. I haven't known many people who legit think they do no wrong, but you topped them all. It's not even close. I really don't think you deserve any space in my mind. You damn sure don't deserve the time I took to think about you. 
in order to get in a space to write you. I don't know why God gave you a chapter in my life, but he did. He wanted me to learn and grow, I assume. Because, because I don't hate you, I want you to know the things that I forgive you for. But please understand, I have no love whatsoever for you. I forgive you for meddling in my life. I forgive you for taking out a restraining order on my mother in order to make it look like she abandoned her kids. I forgive you for lying and telling me that my father loved me only because you knew none of us would ever see or hear from him. I forgive you for lying to me and telling me that my mother didn't love me all because she was a threat. I forgive you for telling me that my mom was a whore and an addict even though you knew that I knew better. You may have been able to manipulate three children. You failed at every attempt at manipulating me. I forgive you for making my brother feel like the worst kid and human being that God ever created. He was the best person I knew before you forced your way in our lives. I forgive you for your racial slurs and insults towards my sister every time she got her hair braided or dated a black kid. You know damn well you'd never call her Shanane in front of a group of black women. You're a coward beyond means. I forgive you for leaving my brother Ray in juvenile because you, quote, don't want him anymore. I forgive you for buying your own son a brand new car and brand new computer with our money that we never saw a dime of. I forgive you for buying your son name brand clothes and shoes for school while making me and my siblings wear thrift store and off-brand clothes and shoes. I even forgive you for making me wear hand-me-ups because my younger brother had a bigger foot. I forgive you for making me find my own rides to my basketball games after your son quit playing. I forgive you for slapping my sister and busting her mouth for being bold enough and courageous enough to tell you the truth about yourself. It sure felt like all you wanted to do was torture us. I forgive you for all of your torturous and ridiculous punishments that is, that would be considered child abuse today. I forgive you for never uplifting and praising any of us for the good we did as kids. I forgive you for taking everything that I love from me just because you could. I forgive you for making me walk to and from work as a 16-year-old, all because you didn't feel like driving a half a mile. I forgive you for making me walk in sleet and snow after I told you I was sick. I forgive you for making me prove to you that I was sick by lying and saying that my job wouldn't let me come back if I didn't have a doctor's note. I forgive you for not apologizing after the doctor told you that I had pneumonia, likely from having to walk in the cold rain. I forgive you for taking my first possession that I ever bought for myself and giving it to your own son. I forgive you for making me pay the light bill in order to get it back and you still never gave it back. I forgive you for kicking me out of the house with nowhere to go just because I didn't snitch on my brothers for smoking weed. If you already knew it, why ask? 
I forgive you for being the absolute worst human being that has ever had any significant part of my life. I could go on and on, and I just don't want to give you that much power. You'd probably love nothing more than to think any of us are still thinking about you. Please understand, I don't hate you. I don't love you. You are nothing to me. This was simply a therapeutic exercise for my own peace of mind. I will leave you on a positive note, though. I am grateful for a couple of things. Thank you for showing me how not to raise children. And thank you sincerely for keeping me and my siblings together. I do have my theories on that one, though. That was my real mom's last request when those church people took us from her. I'm guessing that was the only way you and them church folk could shut her up. By the way, did you think I wouldn't find out that you and that church lied to my mother and told her that we were going to a house where the mom was a lawyer and the father was a doctor? Pops made 12 to $13 an hour and you are a real life house bitch. We went to a home of a warehouse worker and a house bitch. That's hardly six figures. You should also know that I know my mother was supposed to get visitation. I hope you didn't think that you ever fooled me. Yo, so, I got a long, detailed, crazy backstory that involves my mom going to a church to get help. Um, she was trying to get away from my abusive uh, father. The church was going to help. Um... But when they found out she was pregnant and the father of her twins was a black man, their motives immediately changed and they took advantage of a young, early 20s, single parent mother who was seeking help from people who claim to follow God and Jesus Christ. That's a whole episode, y'all. There was a whole plan to keep her out of the picture, to try to press charges on her, to try to make her look like she abandoned her kids just so this lady could, um, could adopt. They told my mom that her kids were going to a home where the mother was a lawyer and the father was a doctor and that she would have visitation rights, weekly visitation rights. And she got fucked out of all of it, y'all. Um, 
So when I found my mom, I was one weak, soft individual. And she changed me. So that's the first letter. The second letter is the obvious. To the adopted mother who meddled in my life and forced her way. But y'all appreciate y'all listening to me write my shit this time. Um, holla at your boy.